your boy Jones. Yo, this is Sprague. Yo, this your boy Cutter B. Peace, this your boy Cy Brooks. Yo, this your boy Tony Nevan. You already know who I'm rocking with. Be your tuned in. And you're tuning in. And then you listen to this, my guy, 88 Coops, man. Podcast and about you listening Nathan. to the podcast about Nathan with my bro, 88. My nigga, 88 Coops, the podcast about Nathan. The podcast about Nathan. Podcast about Nathan. Stay locked. Yo, it's your boy 88, man. You listening to my shit. The podcast about Nathan. 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 I'm in shock. The nerve, the audacity. (laughs) Okay. Guess who's back to do this podcast again? I had to do it today. I didn't even plan. Like I, I was. It's now seven ten p.m. I was sitting down at about six fifty when I heard this Drake diss towards Pusha T. Well, there's a response towards Pusha T. That's what you're hearing in the background. And I'm like, man, like it just hit me, like man. I ain't do my podcast over two months. I ain't do it by myself in over, I guess, four months since January. No, since December. Um, I gotta, I have, cause it's like my circle is not that deep into into music, and it's like I I I just had to talk about this with somebody, and it's like who better to talk about it with than. The beautiful listeners of the podcast about Nathan. Truthfully, you know, I want to I want to apologize for the hiatus because nothing. Ha- I want excuse the maybe I think y'all might hear the AC a little bit in the background. Nothing really has been happening in the world of rap, hip hop, R and B. You know, in terms of new releases, things have been happening. You know, beef and and. Drama and I'm not into that I'm not about to come on here And I'm not about to talk about that type of shit Because I'm not into that Um, In terms of new releases Like You know Like my I did my last cast in March We're now in May Stuff that really came out was like Tory Lanez J. Cole I'm gonna talk about that Ray Shrimmerd Cardi B Pusha T today ASAP Rocky today Nothing really has come out you know, nothing. You know, it, it's been like what, what quarter are we in? We in the second, I believe. I think we in the second quarter, and it's like music has been really like just dry. It's like it's the best. It's the best description I could give. You know, Meek was released from jail. That's definitely always a plus. But it's like nothing else really No big names really You know Jim Jones His shit was Very unexpected His uh His album That was dope Um you know that's about it Nobody else Royce the 5'9 Don't really listen to him no You know no big names Really dropped in the second quarter Second quarter is still going on, of course. And June is going to be a big month for the second for hip hop. I'll talk about that too. Um, 
Yeah, like I like as y'all already know, I use SoundCloud for new music. And the last thing I liked from the last time I did the podcast was Don Q Don Talk. That was a that was a mixtape in March. And since that I liked Jim Jones, Wasted Talent, I liked J. Cole KOD, Post Malone, Beer Bungs and Bentleys, and I liked ASAP Rocky Testing, which came out today. So that's four or five bodies of work. You know, from the time since two months ago. You know, Cardi B, like I said, you know, Playboy Cardi, them type of dudes, Rich the Kid, they all drop too, but those are not people I listen to, and those are not no big, massive names. You get what I'm saying? So I didn't, I was, I was like, I'm going to be on a podcast talking about nothing. Yes, that's ironic, obviously, but even though, you know, I talk about nothing, I do talk about something. So. And then, you know, I was waiting on calls from different people to come up here, talk with them. They flopped, you know, multiple times. And I don't, you know, I was a lot of it. A lot of it was I was waiting on people to come up here and to talk to. Like I'm talking about, like, I don't mean like I was waiting for somebody to talk, call me. I'm like, I, I reached out to people for them to come up here. They said they were coming. They flopped. They said they were coming again. They flopped. They said they were coming again. They flopped. This, this, this happened with multiple people, multiple times. So it's like all of that, you know, in addition to music being very dry or, you know, wasn't that big. Like the first quarter of the year was was amazing. You know, Tory Lanez, Nipsey, uh, 2 Chains, a lot of stuff that dropped. Not 2 Chains, I'm bugging. There's a lot of good music that dropped in the first quarter of the year. You know, January, February. Uh, March, like I said, nobody, you know, that was a big quarter. Um, Davies, Migos, um, yeah, two chains did drop. My mistake. A lot of stuff dropped in the first few months, and then the second set of months, it's like it was, it just went dry and went dead. So that's why I wasn't doing the podcast because it was just, it was just really dry. Movies came out, you know. Really, I'm only gonna talk about Infinity War because I've seen that. Um, Star Wars came out. A uh, so what's it called? A solo movie. I didn't. I didn't watch it though because I'm not really interested in prequels, especially with somebody who's not even really like a main main character. He's like a main character. That's he's not, he's a main character, but he's not a main character. Han Solo. So I didn't go see that. So I'm not gonna talk about it. Because I'm a Star Wars fan, and as a Star Wars fan, I don't want to see a movie about Han Solo. Like, niggas don't care about Han Solo. He's not a Jedi. Nigga don't got a sword. Niggas is cool on him. Niggas can't choke people with with air. (laughs) So, you know, I'm not going to talk about that. Um, I will discuss... Man, it's like... I I don't even have anything written down. Like, I'm literally freestyling. This is a freestyle. I have nothing in my notes. I didn't write nothing down. Like I just once I heard the Drake diss, the Drake diss track to Pusha T. That's when I was like, you know what? I gotta talk to somebody about this. <laughs> and like I said, who better to talk to than the fans of uh, the podcast about Nathan? So here we are. Uh, Pusha T dropped his album today. I did listen to it. Um, Daytona. He gave a weird description of what the, that that album meant. You know, I'm not that deep of a person, as I've said multiple times. And, 
let me let me find the description for you. See, I don't even have nothing ready. I was so eager to do this shit. I don't have nothing ready. I don't have nothing pre nothing. Um, he's. Um, yeah, hold on, hold on. So his his description of what Daytona meant was. Where is it, man? Okay. Okay, he said, I changed the album title from King Push to Daytona because if I felt it didn't represent the overall message of this body of work. Daytona represents the fact that I have the luxury of time. That luxury only comes when you have a skill set, a skill set that you're confident in. Now, to my knowledge, Daytona is uh Daytona 500 I know that's a a big race in NASCAR and then I know that there's Daytona Florida that's a city in Florida so it's like I'm confused to exactly what you're how does what you're saying how does what your description how does your description of what the album meant correlates to what actual daytona is there's another daytona i'm not aware of like i said i know daytona 500 like that's a race in the in the nascar world and then there's daytona florida so i'm that's right off the bat i'm confused what he means by daytona um it was seven songs and this is what my this is what my problem with artists like i gotta go right into it this is my problem with artists. The, the the album is seven songs long, for a total of twenty one minutes in length. So you got seven songs, and the whole album is twenty one minutes. Each song is produced by Kanye West. Now, that's all cool and all. Oh uh, well, first off, do I like the album? Yes and no. I like the album, yes, because Pusha T was talking his shit on it, like he always does. You know, I like the games we play. I like Hard Piano. I like Comeback Baby, and I like Infrared. So I like four out of the seven. I guess that's good. He was talking his shit on it, his braggadocious, his cocaine, you know, high life. You know, he was talking that shit on it. Now... The problem with me is that the songs are too short. That's number one. This seven songs is an EP. Let's you know you guys remember me talking about that months ago. Seven songs is an EP. That's not a full length album. There's a difference between an LP and an EP. An EP means extended play, obviously, which means it's, it's supposed to be short and spicy. So you know, four to six. I mean, four to seven to eight. Songs is an EP. An LP is a album. That's what an album is, which is usually, you know, anywhere from twelve to fifteen songs. He only gave us seven, so to me, that's an EP. It's a glorified mixtape because he sold it. Pretty, he sold it. So it's it's for sale. Um, it's too short. Kanye produced every song. I'm not. I'm not the biggest. Really? 
I'm not the biggest Kanye production fan. I didn't say it was bad. But I think we could have did without uh, Kanye producing every single song. You know, he you know he could have got some other people. He could probably you know could have got two people, you know, four and three, or you know, you didn't have to get all seven from Kanye. You know, you know, I don't, I don't know what's the relationship there. I know, I know, Push is the CEO of Good Music, so I don't understand. Why it's, you know, I'll get into it later. You know, Kanye's in charge of like the all the albums coming out of good music. So I'm confused because Push is the CEO of good music. So I'm confused as to what exactly that relationship is and that type of thing. So I don't know. On the last track, Infrared, is the song... Is the song that Drake, uh, not Drake, sorry. Well, yes, Drake responded to. So the song, the album came out today, May 25th. And the last track of the album is called Infrared. Which was his diss to Drake. I wouldn't even really call it a diss because this entire song wasn't really aimed at Drake. At least I don't remember it to be. The lyrics that did stand, yeah, he, yeah, the whole song wasn't aimed at Drake. What I do, the first lines of the song is the, the songs that were aimed at Drake, though. The game's fucked up, niggas, beats is banging, nigga, your hooks did it. The lyric, the lyric panning equal to Trump's winning. The bigger question is how the Russians did it. It was written like Nas, but it came from Quentin. Those were the songs. Sorry, those were the lyrics that were aimed at Drake. Now, let's dissect it real quick. The, um, so, initially, you know, the game's fucked up. Nick's beats is banging. Your hooks did it. That's a Jay. He got the, he got that from Jay-Z. He's paying homage to Jay-Z. Because Jay-Z had a song called The Prelude that was aimed at rappers that were that were trying to be flashier over lyrics. That was the prelude that came out like in 06. He said the game's fucked up. Nigga, your lyrics, uh, nigga beats is banging, nigga hooks did it. Your lyrics didn't, the gangster look did it. That was Jay-Z's version. Your lyrics didn't, your gangster look did it. And then here Pusha T is doing the same thing again. He said the, ly- the lyric pen and equal to Trump's winning, meaning the Trump's winning, nobody liked it. Nobody cared for that. So the, you're, he didn't, nobody cares for your lyrics. It was written like Nas, but it came from Quentin. Written like it was written like Nas. That's Nas's like third or fourth album title, and then it came from Quentin Quentin Miller, who, as we all know, a few years ago was acute was a uh, a po- uh, supposedly Drake's ghostwriter for a couple of songs. So those are like the only songs aimed at Drake. I mean, only songs. I keep saying that the only lyrics aimed at Drake. The rest of the song was like mostly at the industry and he came at Birdman a little bit. And that was the song that called Drake to respond just now. Like the song, uh, Drake released a song called Duppy Freestyle at like 6.30. This just happened less than an hour ago. This just happened like, you know, less than an hour ago. It's now 7.24 at about 6.30. You know, Drake premiered his song on OVO Sound Radio, which is Apple Music. 
Um, and he, the whole song was aimed at Pusha T. Entire song is aimed at Pusha T. Um, and it's pretty much, you know, you know, and and they've had their little, uh, their little tiffs for some years. Not really, because I don't think, I don't remember Drake ever responding to, um, Pusha T. Like, I feel like he responded even harder to Pusha T than he did to Meek Mill all those years ago. Like, he went harder at Pusha T than 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 uh he ever went at Meek Mill. That's why it's like, wow, he, he's not playing this time. Because it's like, yo, he responded the same day that this dude's album came out. The album came out at 12 a.m. this morning. Here we are, you know. 17 hours later and he released the song already that's like that's incredible that's incredible you know that i think but i feel like it's all a ploy because drake has already announced his album for june you know the album title called scorpion so i feel like it just this this it's not even a publicity stunt because it wasn't initiated by drake it was initiated by Pusha t so now all this does is now help Drake and leads him right into his album released, you know, weeks, you know, month, whatever. And it's like, wow, you just like push. You just helped out Drake a lot because Drake's album comes out in less than a month. I, I'm pre- I think it's June 25th, if I'm not mistaken. I, I'm not I don't have, you know, my, like I said, I don't have my papers out. And it's like, wow, you just helped him. Sell an additional amount of, uh, of records by doing it now by releasing this disc now push. So now this all of this ha- adds to his um his album rollout. That's the word album rollout from now until June. So let's say they let's say Pusha T responds and Drake responds and then Push responds. This is going to keep happening until. The album comes out, and I'm pretty sure, let's say they do keep dissing each other until the album comes out. I'm pretty sure after the album comes out, Drake is not going to respond anymore. Because that's just how the industry is. You know. So his album rollout is about to be amazing. You know, thanks to Pusha T. Um, And, like, Drake really went went at Pusha T's neck on this song. You know, he ended the song with... The last lines of the song was, tell Ye, we got an invoice coming to you, considering we just sold another 20 for you, meaning another 20,000 albums. So it's like, and then he's, another line was, you're not even top five as far as your label talent goes. Like, because um, you know, on good music, you know, there's Big Sean. Uh, Sci High, Tiana Taylor, Kid Cudi, Two Chains. Two Chains signed with Def Jam, so I take that back. You know, Tiana Taylor, like I said, Sci High, Big Sean. Yeah, you're not even top five, really. I don't know who, who the other two people is he's talking about. So I don't, I don't recall if John Legend is still on Good Music, but. That shit crazy, man. Like, I was so 
amazed at listening to Drake because, you know, Drake never really, you know, when Drake gets dissed, he never really responds. And if he does respond, it's like a little, it's like it'll be like one line in a four-minute song, you know. And he never, we never really know who he's talking about. This one is a full three-minute length about one person, you know. And it's it's just crazy. Like, I, I'm really proud of Drake. But like I said, this just adds to his album rollout. And it just makes him look 20,000 times better. It helps him out 20,000 times more for you to start beefing with this dude, you know, a month before his album comes out. So I think Pusha T picked bad timing. Uh, Apparently, Pusha T already responded on Twitter to the... uh, to the diss track already. He didn't respond per se, but he acknowledged it. Like he he quoted the tweet. He he OVO Sound posted the freestyle and and Pusha T quoted the tweet and said, send the invoice for the extra twenty. So we already know so we know that he already heard the track. And I don't know if he's preparing a diss, if he's I mean preparing a response or what. But I was staying informed. Um, excuse me. So, uh, ASAP Rocky also released his album today called Testing. I gave it a very swift listen. I didn't go. I didn't finish it because this is not. Uh, this is not something. His album is not something that. Is it doesn't interest me when I say it doesn't end. ASAP Rocky's a guy that I have his albums in my iTunes and stuff, but this is this is not something that interests me. It's called testing because he's testing different waters, he's testing different sounds. It doesn't to me, it doesn't work for him. It doesn't work for him, you know. You know, you got them, them ace, them hardcore ASAP fans, them Harlem super fly niggas that love the ASAP movement, and I like the ASAP movement too, but they're gonna love this because. I guess that's uh, Rocky's core fan base, which is that super fly fashionista niggas that think they fucking then that they think they the niggas because they wear you know Y threes and Raph Simmons and Triple S Balenciagas and that type of stuff and Michael Mary and they you know that's ASAP Rocky's core fan base, the fashionista niggas that you know them niggas. Let's put it like that. And they take black and white pictures, and they smoke cigarettes and that type of shit. And they're gonna they're gonna like this album. I myself don't like it because the sounds is just it's not it's not. I don't know how to explain it, but it's like it's to me it's like it's not rap. It's not rap. He has a bunch of features on it that niggas we never heard of. You know, got a nigga on here called FKA Twigs. That's one song. He got Skepta on here. We know Skepta. That's the English nigga. Kodak Black is on here. Juicy J, French Montana. Uh, okay, I guess that's it. T.I. and Kid Cudi. And it's just, I don't like the sounds. He experimented with the sounds. It's just too different. And, like, they don't fit him. He didn't, you know, he straight awake. Like, I remember when Live Love ASAP came out. That was his debut project. And he, exp- he explored like the different sounds 
then long then long live ASAP came out and he kind of strayed away from that. He 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 got to more rap sounding shit. Like it wasn't all distorted and high. I mean, a deep bass voice and a, it was all distorted and weird. And then at long last ASAP came out. It was the same thing as long live ASAP. It was just regular. Now we come we come to this one testing. By the way, this is his first album in three years, but that's neither here, there, nor everywhere. This album is just, he went back to the first album. It just, it's the different sounds he's messing with. It's called testing. You know, it's just, it's just too weird for me. I don't like, I don't, you know, I'm not gonna say I don't like it, but it's not for, let me say that. It's not for me. Let me say that. It's not for me. And one thing that really confused me was the second, the second song on the album is called ASAP Forever. But it features it features Moby, T.I., and Kid Cudi. Three people who are not in ASAP Mob. So why would you title the track ASAP Forever if you're not going to feature anybody from the ASAP Mob? Matter of fact, nobody from the ASAP Mob is featured on this album. So, yeah. Oh, he got Frank Ocean, too. I forgot. So nobody from the ASAP Mob, not Ferg, not ASAP Nash, ASAP Ant, ASAP 12 Yeah, none of these niggas is on this album. And then, like I said, he got a song called ASAP Forever with three niggas who are not in ASAP Mob. So I'm confused. I, I, I kind of understand the T.I. reference. I mean, the T.I. feature, because, you know, like 15 years ago, T.I. had the song ASAP. So I guess mm, I guess I, I, I kind of understand that. Kid Cudi and the other nigga. Not so sure about those two. So, I, I, I probably won't listen to this album a second time because it's, it's just not for me. It's not for me. This is this is ASAP Rocky's uh, fourth album. It's, oh, it's his third album because Live Love ASAP was a mixtape. This is this is not for me. It's, it's not for me. Let me just say that. So, yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, yeah. So th- those are the two albums that came out today, and we'll see. Nothing, you know. Pusha T didn't have any singles. Uh, this dude Rocky didn't have any singles. So, yeah, I don't really see them selling that much at all because Pusha T is not really. The most mainstream dude. And Rocky was mainstream, but he kind of like went back into the shadows. And he has no singles, so I don't really see. And this is not, And this is not a New York sounding album. So I don't really see New York really going that hard to represent for this album. Let me say that. So. Um. Another note we're going to. Oh. Kind of talk about this. Uh, we're gonna backtrack a little bit. We're gonna talk about the J Cole album, KOD, which has multiple meanings. And that album, I'm not. I know it came out in May, but I can't remember. Was it May? No, it came out in April. It came out 4:20. Yes, yes, yes. Damn, that was a month ago. Man, this is old news to some people. But um. Yeah, we're going to talk about this for a little bit because I'm only going this far back because it's like I just don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't 
connect with J. Cole anymore. I just, I don't connect with him anymore. So, KOD, the album, it stands for Kids on Drugs. Another one is is King Overdosed. And the other one is Kill Our Demons. It's three uh, initials for, but it's only one title, KOD. Um, it's a, It's pretty much about, you know, drugs and, not drugs, but you know, the lean addiction in rap and the drug addiction in rap and society, let's say society. And it's it's just it's just not for me. It's not for me. I don't connect with J. Cole anymore. Um I just don't connect with him anymore. I don't connect with him. I haven't connected with him since uh Forest Hills Drive, which was twenty fourteen, that was four years ago. I don't connect with him anymore. I, I still listen to him, but I, I don't listen to his, his his late his late shit. I don't listen to this one. I'm not. I have. I listened to this just once. I'm only gonna listen to it once. This song and I mean this album and for your eyes only. I, I don't. I don't listen to those two. I don't connect with either one of those. Um, as you already know, as you already probably guessed, there's no features on the album, which is typical, and every song is produced by J Cole except for one. Which is produced by um, T minus, if I'm not mistaken. So it's like it's no, it's no. I don't know. It's just not for me. It's just not for me. It's it's all. It, the entire album is one concept, which is you know lean and drug addiction and addictions and that type of stuff. One song I do actually can say I like is brackets. I do like brackets. Which was um, song, a song he was talking about, like, the, you know, black history and rich and poor and that type of shit. That's the only song I like on this whole thing. I don't really care. I don't I don't I, don't, I, just, I just don't I don't identify with J. Cole anymore. I don't I don't identify with him no more. The last track, 1985, was like a, a, a diss track. It was like, it wasn't a diss track, but it was like a teaching track towards Lil Pump. Because you know, Lil Pump has a little vendetta with J Cole, lame shit. I don't. I just. I, I don't. I can't stop saying it. Like I just don't identify with J Cole anymore. I just. I don't relate to him. It's not that I don't relate to him. I just. I don't like his music anymore. He had. Matter of fact, I take that back. He has one feature, which is himself. It's his alter ego. You know these fucking weird niggas. Alter ego is called Kill El- Kill Edward, which is not really. It's him, but it's his voice with a bunch of effects on it that make him super deep, like he like you talking to a ransom call, and it's just it's it's just it's it's weird. Um, I, I'm I'm cool on the J Cole albums. Uh, I'm just I'm not interested in what he has to say. I'm not. It's not that I'm not interested in how what he has to say. It's how he says it. You know, you got a whole album with the same. It's like For Your Eyes Only. The whole album was one concept. This whole album is one concept. And it's just boring to me. I don't connect with him anymore. He's just he's just boring to me. And everybody's like, everybody sees this guy like the God MC and he's the truth. And it's like, he's just, he bores me to death. He's not that great lyrically. He can rap. I'm not taking away. I'm not saying he cannot. He can rap. But he just is just boring. All the beats is just boring. They're all produced by him. 
No features on a song. It's nothing different. It's him rapping on every song. It's just, uh, I'm not interested. I'm not. I'm not interested in what he has to say. I listen to his, you know, Forrester's Drive, Born Sinner, Truly Yours, One and Two. I listen to those. I listen to his old stuff. I don't. I just can't get with this new. Ever since Four Your Eyes Only, I just can't get with him. Which was 2016. I just I can't get with him. I don't. I can't listen to J Cole. I was still every time he drops a project, I still will listen to it. You know, I still will listen to it. But it's just, I don't know. I really, I can't, I can't explain it, man. It's just, I don't know. <laughs> That's all I could really say, really. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. That's J. Cole. I had to, to rewind time just to talk about that album real fast. Post Malone dropped his album Beer Bongs and Bentleys, which was pretty cool. I'm not a I'm not a Post Malone fan whatsoever. But he does make that I do like that melodic R and B sounding distorted shit. I do like that. And he does he does produce that um a lot. So I didn't I didn't I didn't I didn't dive too deep into it because, like I said, I'm not a Post Malone fan. But I do. He got a song with Ty Dolla song called Psycho. That shit is fire. So that's the only. So pretty much I only heard the single. <laughs> and Rockstar, of course. I might download the album just for the fuck of it. I might download the album. Um, That came out April 27th. I mean, that's really it. I'm not gonna. I can't really delve into deep. I just wanted to talk. You know, reference it real quick because, um, I like the I, I like the lead single, which was Psycho. Excuse me. But um, Wale dropped two EPs since my last episode. Um, self promotion and it's complicated. It's it's, it's complicated. It was like you know geared at females self-promotion i actually didn't listen to <laughs> i didn't listen to it because um i've you know i spoke about it before wale he uh, uh, he just he doesn't he just he's not somebody i'm just that eager to go listen to anymore i'm gonna listen to it eventually because it's only um self-promotion is only four songs damn my bad Self-promotion is only four songs. I'll listen to it eventually. Like that, that's, you know, that's got to say a lot. You know, a song that, uh, uh, EP that's only four songs, and I haven't given it the time of day. You know, I'm not, like I said, I'm not in no rush to go listen to no Wale body of work anymore because he just, he just let me down too many times. You know, and then and then he just complains too much how he doesn't understand why he's underrated and this down the third and. It's just he, he he just let me down too many times. That's that's the that's the best I could put it. So I'll listen to it eventually. Um, Jim Jones, man, wasted talent. Gross. This is old too. I'm I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. I I gotta apologize, man. This is old. This came out about April twelfth or something like that. April thirteenth. But this was a dope body of work that's not expected at this point in his career. You know, 
it's not expected in his, in 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 his you know he's already forty plus. Um, he's not really a name that people look for. You know, and it's just it was just unexpected, very unexpected, very very unexpected. Wasted talent, dope album. Dope, 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 dope album. His sixth album. Got a couple. The Heatmakers pretty much made their return all over it. That you know, and it's just amazing, amazing. And this is a Jim Jones. This is Jim Jones we talking about. It's amazing. This body, this project is amazing. Every beat, different, hard hitting. He's talking his shit, his struggle shit, his luxury shit. Cam is on there, Jada Kiss is on there, Yo Gotti, Jewels is on there. Mm, it was just amazing, bro. It was just amazing, amazing. And I would download the shit if I could find it on my websites. But I've been on these websites for over a month. That Piff has it for sale for some reason, and that Piff doesn't sell shit. And this is the second project that I've seen that Dat Piff is selling. The other one was Dream Chasers 4, my Meek, which it, it gave you the option to either stream it or buy it. This one is only for sale on Dat Piff, and I'm not buying it because I'm just not buying it. <laughs> I'm keeping it all the way schliggity diggity with you. I'm not buying it. But it's a great body of work you know this shit is amazing the song with kiss dust and powder that's sick that song is fire you know uh epitome is fire diplomatic immunity which was the drake song that but they remixed they they didn't remix it the heat makers made the beat different and he put, he put a different spin on it and, and Cam rapped all over it. And this is what I was saying months ago when Drake first dropped Diplomatic Music. I was saying that song title doesn't even fit somebody like Drake. That's somebody, it just, I don't want to go back into that, but it didn't fit somebody like Drake. Let's just put it like that. And they remade, they redid the beat and they rapped all over it and the shit was fire. That's all that I could tell you. <laughs> That's all that I could tell you, man. Um, I know it's late, but go get that project. <laughs> um, that's really it for the music, cause like I said, it's been it's been a real dry couple of months. Real dry couple of months. A lot of songs came out. You know, a lot of songs. Drake, nice for what? Uh. Not even not even a lot of songs came out, truthfully. Not even a lot of songs came out. Vado and Dave East been doing a, a series of multiple songs. They have like five, six songs that they've done in the last month and a half, which is very odd to me because Vado has been dormant for some for some years. You know, Slime Flu Five, Sinatra two point five, I think it was called. He's been very dormant for some years. Um, Royce dropped his album, but I'm not interested in Royce, so I'm not going to talk about that. 
<sighs> Switch it up real quick. Um, Infinity Wars. Enough time has passed that if you haven't watched it, you're just you deserve to be spoiled. I'm sure everybody that's gonna listen to this, I'm not sure at all. I would hope everybody that listens to this has watched it. Let's put it like that. I would hope everybody watched it. Um, very dope movie. I seen it with my boy Sprags in theaters the day it came out, April. 27th i believe we saw that the same day it dropped amazing 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 it blew my mind the amount of superheroes that died you know um black panther uh scarlet witch vision uh winter soldier spider-man doctor strange I know I'm missing people too. Good amount of heroes died. Let me just say who let me say who stayed alive. Hulk, Thor, Iron Man, Captain America. <laughs> That's about it, truthfully. Only like four, six, five, six of them. Luke Cage, not Luke Cage. Nick Fury died. The other girl died. It was like it was crazy. Like that movie was insane. Like <laughs> that shit was crazy the amount of uh, superheroes that died man like wow but hey <laughs> listen i am they already announced the release date for the uh the second one which comes out like may 3rd of 2019 i believe and <laughs> i will be front row for that like yo me and sprags we were sitting like, you know, close to the front, but not quite the front. We had this kid behind us making hell annoy. He was just talking through the whole. I mean, talking that he was he was using his outside voice. So he wasn't talking normally. He was like. Talking out loud, loudly. He was the only person talking in the whole theater the entire so so you're thinking of a so you got a picture a packed theater with over let's say 100 150 people in it he's the only one talking throughout the entire film entire film and there was this one white dude that was sitting to the right of me he he was just fed up i mean like sick of it disgusted at this kid he was like, like the kid will say some, some shit out loud, and the white guy would be like, Jesus. Or he'll be like, he'll be like, for Christ's sakes, crying out loud. So there was this one point, like close to the end, and when the kid had said something, and the white guy turned around, he was like, shut it, mad loud. The, yo, this kid's mom didn't even say anything. Now, that was my kid i would have had to say something because you're not about to talk to my kid like you're his fucking pops you dig what i'm saying is it's like don't get me wrong the kid was wrong but i don't think you have the like if it's an adult okay yell at the adult you don't yell at a kid to you know with the parent right there he yelled at this kid while the parent was right next to him like his mom was with him but she didn't even say a word you know white people they're fucking weird (laughs) 
She didn't even say a word. She just sat there quietly while the kid yelled at her, while the guy yelled at, his, at her kid. And the kid was like, he see, but he was talking on his breath. I was close enough to hear him. He was like, I'm not the only one talking. And that was that. He, he, he stayed quiet. That white dude had enough. He was like crying out loud. Just, 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 just disgusted. He was disgusted. Like I, I felt this pain. But nobody felt it more than me because I'm sitting in the seat directly in front of this kid. Like directly. Like his foot was on my seat. Like it was me who I heard him the most, and I didn't turn around. I was like, I wasn't losing it because I was drowning him out. I was interested in what the movie was happening in the movie. Some people can't do that. Some people don't have, you know, the self control to do that. I was focused on the movie, listening to the movie. I could hear him, but I wasn't letting him, you know, stray my mind, distract me. Let's put it like that. But that man was disgusted. Like. <laughs> Excuse me. Um. So, like I said, damn, come on. Like I said, switch it up real fast. But now let's go back to Kanye West. So we all know about three weeks ago, two weeks ago, Kanye went off on Twitter talking all this weirdo slavery shit and slavery was a choice and blah, 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 blah. Now. Let me let me explain why people are so shocked with Kanye's words. People are shocked with Kanye's words because they put him on such a high of a pedestal that when he does when you put somebody so high on a pedestal and they do something that and they do or say something that really is crazy it's like for you it's the end of the world to them. I was never the biggest Kanye fan. Never. I never was. Definitely never will be. So the people that put him on that high of a pedestal were shocked when this man said this crazy, you know, slavery was a choice and creativity and blah, blah, blah. All this bullshit that's really, that's disguised to be deep, but it's not really deep. He was saying all that shit. And the people, like his real core supporters were like, Oh my God! What is he saying? Or blah blah blah. Even like not even his real core support. His real core supporters are like, oh, it's Kanye. This is what he does. Still gonna listen to his album. And then you got the people that don't even listen to his music, but have put him on a pedestal anyway, because he's influenced them somehow. We're just disgusted. Oh my God! What is he saying? He's out of his mind. He's insane. And me and me, I'm over here like. Who cares what the fuck he's saying? Who cares? He's a nobody. Like, he's a nobody. Who cares? As most people who lose arguments say, everybody's entitled to to their opinion. That's what... let, Let me point out. People that are usually wrong usually say, I'm entitled to my opinion. Because that's the last thing they have to hold on to is their opinion. And their their excuse on why they gave it is because they're entitled to it, apparently. And he's entitled to give his opinion, even though it's completely wrong. Now, when he said slavery was a choice, I understand what he was trying to say. He could have said it differently. Slavery wasn't a choice. Now, if he would have said something like I, I'm not I'm really not trying to 
paraphrase what he said, but we all know that on a plantation, well, we, you know, on a plantation there's like 400 slaves or something like that, and it's the plantation workers, and then, I mean, the, uh, the plantation owner's staff. We already know the staff is going to, I mean, the slaves are going to outweigh the staff. And what he's pretty much was trying to say is, we well, we could have just rose up and revolted because it was more of us than it was of them. You're correct. We didn't have guns, though. We didn't have horses. We didn't have whips. We didn't have none of the weapons, none of that shit. It doesn't matter where we escaped to. There were more slave owners and plantation owners. So we just would have been on a run all our life. I don't, you know, I wouldn't want to be on a run all my life. Looking behind my back, can't sleep properly because, you know what I'm saying? So when he said slavery was a choice, it was like, do you hear what you're saying, you fucking imbecile? Like I said, me, I don't care what he's saying because I don't care about what celebrities do or say unless it's related to music. And that's the problem with society. That's the problem with society. We're so engulfed in these celebrities' life. Celebrities. Is. <laughs> We're so engulfed in these celebrities' life that you focused on everything except what they were made, what, you know, how they, be, except for the way they became celebrities. You dig what I'm saying? I don't care. I said this multiple times, and I'm saying it even more multiple times. I don't care about these these models out here. I don't care about these love and hip hop people out here. I don't care about Black Ink. I don't care about Black Mirror. I don't care about none of these people on these reality shows. I don't care about none of these. I don't care about no rapper's personal life. I don't care about no singer's personal life. What they're saying. I don't give a fuck about that. Yeah, and they stupid loud. That's damn. They mad loud. I don't care about what they're saying. Because I'm not a fan of them for what they're saying or what they're doing in their personal life. I'm a fan of the music. If you're an actor, I'm a fan of the movie. If you're an actress, or sorry, if you're an artist, I'm a fan of the art. I'm not a fan of what they're doing. I don't care about who they're dating. I don't care about their controversies. I don't care about nothing. I don't care about their children. I don't care how much kids you got. I don't care. I don't care about that. I care about you? I, I care about whatever you're, whatever you became famous for. The reason I started liking you, and it's usually for the music. I'm not a fan of Kanye, so I don't care about. I mean, sorry, sorry, sorry. I take that back. Um, I'm a fan of Kanye. I still will listen to his shit, but I don't care about what he's doing in his personal life because that's not why I started liking him. That's the problem with the society. We're so engulfed in these people's lives. Why? I just made this a Facebook post a few days ago. Uh, celebrities need fans fans don't need celebrities and that's what society won't realize that's what society won't realize that's why Kanye's words were taken so strongly because you're so worried about what he's doing in his personal life and how he thinks who gives a fuck how he thinks he didn't become famous for being a, a controversial speaker he became famous for the music listen to the music don't get me wrong I don't agree with none of what he said and that's but that's why I'm not bothered by it because he means nothing to me. He's a nobody in my immediate world. He's a nobody. Why do y'all take these people? Y'all put these people such on high pedestals and y'all care about them so much. I see people. I remember a few months ago when uh, when Big Sean was apparently having relationship issues with Janae um, Aiko, 
and people all over Facebook, oh my God, Big Sean cheated and Big Sean, who gives a fuck? Do you know them personally? Why do you care about that? I'm getting annoyed just thinking about it. Why do you why you care to why do you care about um their personal life? If he cheated or she cheated or blah blah blah, who gives a fuck? Did you become a big Sean fan because he's a the boyfriend or girlfriend of Jene Aiko? No. Became a big Sean because he's a rapper. You, you became a fan of Jene Aiko because she's a singer. Why do all over my social medias I see people discussing celebrity personal lives and celebrities um things that celebrities say or do that and not for what we know them for. Who cares what they do in their personal life? Why are you focused on the wrong thing? You're focused on the wrong thing. Uh, focus on what matters, which is whatever they're known for. And that's why when these people, you feel me, when they, when they, like I said, do some controversial shit or say some, I take it so hard because you're so tied up in these people's lives. I still see people on my, like, I remember when I was in junior high and elementary on MySpace and people used to call like rappers and celebrities, their husband and their wife. Oh, everybody was Chris Brown's wife and, 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 and Trey Songz's wife. And I still people see, I still see people saying that till this day on my social medias. They still, oh, Drake is my husband. Are you serious? You're a grown fucking woman still saying shit like that. Drake is my husband. Look at my husband. It's like, you hear yourself, weirdo? Do you hear yourself? Like, uh, I'm mind boggled. Like, you, these are grown people seeing this. You get what I'm saying? And it's just the amount of uh, confidence we put in these celebrities. Well, y'all put in these celebrities because I damn sure don't care what they're doing in their personal lives. Could care less. I don't want to discuss my own personal life. What makes you think I want to discuss somebody else's personal life? You dig what I'm saying? I don't want to talk about my own, my own, uh, I don't want to talk about my own problems and my own business. What makes you think I want to talk about somebody else's that I don't even know? Y'all crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, yo, man. I, you know, I completely digress from the kind. I didn't really, I really didn't digress, but, um, it's just, that's why people took the Kanye shit so hard because y'all got Kanye on a fucking pedestal like he's the spokesperson for black people. Who cares about what he's saying? He don't speak for me. He don't speak for nobody but him and the West family. He don't speak for nobody else. So who gives a fuck what he says? And like, that's another thing I wanted to say. Like, this is a digression. People, like, every album that comes out, every mixtape, oh, it's an instant classic. I'll be confused. I'm like, damn, what what am I missing, nigga? Everything I see is a classic, and this is a classic, and this will be played in history, and all this other shit. Like, every single album that comes out is a fucking classic in these people's world. These bloggers and these celebrities. Even my own friends. Not my friends. I'm talking about, not my real friends. I'm talking about, like, my friends on Facebook. Excuse me, my 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 people I follow on Instagram. Everything is an instant classic. Stop saying everything is a classic. Stop putting these people on pedestals. 
Because, like, yo, like I said before, I am the hardest, harshest cricket critic that I know. If something is bad, I'm going to say it's bad. If something is good, I'm going to say it's good. You dig what I'm saying? I was a rapper. Not a big, massive rapper, but I did know how to compose songs and write hooks and all that good stuff. So when I hear these other projects that are half-assed and the beats sound like crap, I will cre- I will critique it harshly because you can do better. It's not the same as like one of these sports commentators that, cri- that criticize LeBron and KD and they never even stepped on a basketball court. They never even thrown a football. They never hit a baseball, but they out here critiquing these people. You never even been in their shoes before. I was a rapper, so I could critique, I could critique music. And I have a great ear, so I could critique it amazingly. Tell you if it's good, I'm gonna say it's good. If it's bad, I'm gonna say it's bad. If it's okay, I'm gonna say it's okay. But we need to just gotta oh, this album's a classic, instant classic. Nigga, shut up. You don't know music. You can you know when somebody don't know music. Prime example. Uh, about an hour ago when um when Drake dropped the disc to push a T, right? Somebody I read something on Facebook. Somebody said like, oh, something, something. Uh, Drake didn't want no smoke. He had this disc waiting for a long time. How did Drake have this disc waiting in a, for a long time if uh push a T if he quoted lines that Pusha T said on the album that came out this morning? You dig what I'm saying? Drake quoted lines that Pusha T said on the same song that dissed Drake that came out 18 hours ago. Sorry, 18 hours ago. 20 hours ago. That's how you know people don't listen. They just talk. You know, you're not listening to the words. You're not listening to what is said. You're not listening to the beat. You're not listening. You just hear what you want to hear. You dig what I'm saying? You're not listening. You're hearing. You can hear. You can hear music playing, but you're not listening to it. You understand what I'm saying? You're not listening to it. How can you say Drake had this waiting for a long time if he said lyrics that Pusha T just said 20 hours ago? That means it was recorded today. But that's just one example, man. I don't want to go off on a tangent even though I already did. Man, like just some people just shouldn't critique anything or shouldn't cast judgment because y'all don't know how to cast judgment at all but it's a good thing i talked about i mentioned um kd and lebron because lebron plays eight o'clock actually right now or eight thirty, something like that you know nba playoffs has been going on i've been watching it keeping up with it of course right now the rockets are down sorry not the rockets the um Warriors are down 2-3 to the Rockets, and the Cavaliers are down 2-3 to the Celtics, which is very interesting because those are the Warriors and the Cavaliers are the team were the teams that were selected to go to the finals. Not selected, but you know everybody thought those those are those are the two that were going to go to the finals, and those two are the, the ones that are down right now. So, yeah, it's just it's crazy. 
You know, LeBron, he's been tired. He's been getting worn out, beat down. He's been like, yo, let me tell you something. It's, little, it's a little bit off topic. When I was younger, like when I was in high school, despised LeBron, despised him. Because, you know, middle school, let me see, let's go far middle school because that's when LeBron really started becoming a superstar, like 07, 08. LeBron, for, the, for, for as long as I can remember, LeBron has been everybody's favorite. Let me say that was everybody. The majority of people's favorite players, LeBron James. And I've been hearing this since I was a kid. And you know me, I'm a, I go against the grain. I don't like what everybody else likes. So I despise, well, actually, my favorite player was Carmelo at that time. And I was like, LeBron, this nigga sucks. You know, I was a kid. I thought kid shit. I didn't like LeBron. Everybody liked LeBron, which caused me in turn to dislike him. <laughs> and, you know, hi, then, you know, he went to the Heat, joined with two other superstars. You know, he has a lot of things against. He has a lot of cons to him. Let's just put it like that. But then as I grew older, I kind of understood. Well, I, didn't, I still don't understand that him joining two superstars. But I understand him as a person. He carries himself in such a professional manner. It's amazing. This man has to be arguably the most hated player in the history of sports. By critics, by casual fans, by teammates, by even players. This man is so hated and so like everything is against him. And he still finds a way to overcome and it's amazing to see, like, this man is really a role model. He's not my role model. I don't have role models. But he's really a role model for a lot of people. He really carries himself in a professional manner, you know, his personal life as well. But I don't want to go into that because I don't care about that. His professional life, the way he is with the media, the way he is on court, he carries himself so professionally, and it's amazing. This is a guy that didn't even go to college. This is a man straight out of high school. Straight out of high So you mean he joined the league in 2003. In 2003, he was 20. No, he wasn't. He was 19, sorry. He was 19 in 2003. So from 2003 to 2018, that's 15 years. This man has been the face of the NBA. I don't want to say for 15 years. Let's say, let's say since 2010. So... Yeah, that's right around the time Kobe was, you know, on his way out. Not on his way out, but he wasn't the face anymore. Let's put it like that. LeBron was has been the face of the NBA for so many years, so many odds against him. And this man still comes in the game every day smiling, encouraging, inspiring. And it's amazing to see somebody like that from the hood, from the block, doing that type of shit. It's really amazing, and it's even more amazing because he's a black man. You dig what I'm saying? With a family. He's the leader, the face of the NBA that carries himself. No no controversies. No, no, uh, what's the word? Damn, I just had the word in my head. No controversies, no nothing. Man has a clean slate. Really, it's, it's really amazing to see. But back to the point. Back to, I digress too much. You know, but not really, because I, what I was what I what I was gonna say about five minutes ago was, he has carried this Cavs team. You know, he played X amount of you know the most minutes in the playoff out of every player that's played in the playoffs. He's played the most minutes, scored the most points, and yet I'm still watching these ESPN shows and they're like cru- crucifying him. What is LeBron gonna do? LeBron has to step up. LeBron has to do this. LeBron has to do that. So now today. 
tonight, actually, they face elimination. And it's like, if he loses, it's going to be LeBron's fault. They're going to say LeBron didn't do this, LeBron didn't do that. If they win, they're going to say LeBron could have did more, LeBron could have did more. Because if they win tonight, they go back to Boston on Saturday. No, on Sunday. If they win, it's going to be all LeBron's fault. I promise you. As much points as he scored, as much minutes he's played in the in this NBA playoffs, they're still going to find a way to crucify him. And, and I, I don't know how I would handle that type of pressure. I really don't know. Like I, That's one person I could give credit to under pressure. He's been under pressure his whole career. Eyes watching him. He left Cleveland. They burnt his jersey, crucified him. He went to Miami. Burnt, he left Miami, burnt his jersey, crucified him. He came back to Cleveland, won a championship with Cleveland. This, it's still not good enough. And here he is, I think he's like 34, still killing it. And they still crucifying him. But, hey, more power to LeBron, man. I, don't, I still don't like him as a player. Because I don't, I don't even really involve, I indulge in NBA no more, really. Sports, really, unless it's baseball. Which brings me to the NFL now, the bottom of the fucking barrel. I fucking despise the NFL. I, I really, I really believe this coming season, I'm really, I say it every year. Like with 2K, I always say I'm not going to buy 2K and I always end up buying it anyway. I'm not following the NFL. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, that shit is garbage. Garbage. Let me say it again Garbage That shit is trash You put your body on the line For millions of people around the world And they can't even allow you to protest You have the freedom of speech The NFL just I think it was yesterday The NFL just put in a um, Like a Like a like Some type of agreement That if a player kneels During the national anthem He's going to get, the, the team is going to get fined. Not fined. It's going to get a penalty for 15 yards. So wherever they start at, it's going to be a 15-yard penalty, which means they're going to start 15 yards behind where, they, you know, where they're supposed to start. And it's like, wow. So are you telling me the t- they can't even protest? We have the freedom of speech. It's in the fucking Bill of Rights. Like, what? And apparently, like, all the owners wasn't even on board with this. The Players Association wasn't on board with this. Nobody was on board with this. So I don't know who really went through. I don't know how this still got passed. Like, these players put their body on the line every game. There's a reason why the NFL only plays 16 games a season. That's not including the playoffs. So let's say if you make it to the Super Bowl, I believe that's 20 games. Because you got the first round, second round. It's division around the second round championship, and then it's the Super Bowl. So yeah, twenty games. You got to play. It's a twenty game season because it's such a physical, brutal sport. So you got these players. That's that's, that's another way reason I don't fucking like it anymore because these people break. They go. They the players go out there to break each other, break each other with fucking helmets and body get body gear. That shit is disgusting to me. Like I can't believe I liked this shit when I was a kid. This shit I don't. I really don't like. The NFL just puts a bad taste in my mouth. Pause. I can't. I don't like the NFL no more. It's just a brutal, barbaric sport, and it's just. But I digress a little. These kids, these kids, these men go out there, put their body on line, and you telling me they can't even.
standing for it, they believe in, you're going to put a, 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 a type of ruling that they can't do this because it's going to penalize the team? That's crazy to me. Crazy to me. I don't think it was yesterday. It was like Wednesday, something like that. NFL is the bottom of the fucking barrel. Colin Kaepernick is still not playing in the NFL. And I didn't mean, I'm not even the type for like these social issues. I'm not, that's not even me. You can ask anybody. But certain things I just can't stand for. No pun intended. Certain things I just can't stand for. NFL, like sports is supposed to be where everybody from different walks of life connect. And rejoice with each other. But we can't even do that because the NFL is still trying to segregate things. They're trying to control every aspect of the game. NFL was, was a was and football was was like the most liked sport by every race. Once upon a time. I don't know if I don't I don't know if it still is. NFL is like to most and football is like the most it, it is the most diverse sport of all you know the four major leagues. NBA, NFL, NHL, MLB. It's the most diverse. And it's like the owner, not the owners, but the commissioner and his little team, they're trying to control it so fucking hard that it's crazy. I highly doubt the NFL is leading. The, the, the ratings have dropped. People don't buy the merchandise, all types of shit. And I think they should just do away with that shit. Pay out the pay the players the rest of their contract and it's obviously that's not going to ever happen and if you know if it do happen like let's say let's say that did happen like today it wasn't really going to affect till like 2020 or 2025 or some shit like that do away with the fucking nfl start another football league and and, and just do that because the nfl is fucking garbage disgusting i'm i can't take i don't I, I don't care for the nfl i don't care for that shit I don't care for that shit. You know, main reason, one of the one of the reasons, you know, Peyton Manning retired, as you already know, is my favorite player. He retired two years ago. So I really don't care for the NFL ever since that. Then the Kaepernick thing happened, more bunch of racial injustice, and then Trump happened, and then this this rule that they came out with happened. So it's like, NFL, I'm done with the NFL. I'm done, done, done with the NFL. Completely finished. Like, you don't even understand. I'm just finished with the NFL, like. Fed up of that shit. You could keep it. <laughs> like, wow. Let me gather myself. <laughs> but, um, you know, MLB season started a month ago. <laughs> I'm late on that. I've been following up on baseball. Um,. Can't really talk about baseball with nobody because none of my friends follow it. Um, that's pretty much it. Oh no, it's not. Sorry, got to go back to music. June is when what I was saying earlier on the podcast is when um, everybody on Good Music was to drop an album. Not everybody, but you know, Push dropped his album today. Uh, Kid Cudi and Kanye are dropping a joint project in June. Kanye's dropping an album in June. Tiana is dropping. Uh, Nas is dropping. Well, he's not good music, but I'm just saying Nas is dropping. Drake is dropping. So that's what? Cudi, yay, Tiana, Nas, Drake. So that's four albums from, let's say, three of them are major artists. Kid Cudi, Nas, 
four of them, sorry. Kid Cudi, Nas, Ye, and Drake. Those those are four major artists dropping in June. Nicki Minaj was supposed to drop in June, but I forget. She gave some bullshit reasons, like something with the doctor or something. She why she's pushing her album back to August. So June is going to be a very interesting month. So let's just wait and see. That I got. I'm really going to watch this uh, Drake and push push a T thing unfold. Um, going to keep up on the playoff NBA playoffs. Excuse me. Going to keep up on. Oh, the Incredibles come out next month. Jurassic World, Jurassic Park, Forbidden Kingdom comes out next month. And I feel like I'm missing something. Some is another big movie that comes out in June or like July, something like that. But The Incredibles 2 and Jurassic Park are two must-sees because I seen the first Incredibles in movies in theater 2004. That was 14 years ago. I seen the first one in theaters. I'd be damned if I go see the second one in theaters. And like I said, Jurassic Park, uh, Forbidden Kingdom, that also comes out in June. We'll be watching that. So, it's shit for me. I don't even think I introduced the podcast. Did I? I don't even remember doing that. But it's the podcast about Nathan, episode 38. Uh, it's your boy, 88, doing what he do. Next week, mm, not too sure. <laughs> I'm not too sure if I'm going to do it next week. It all depends on what happens in the media. It's not up to me. It's not up to me. It depends on what happens in the media. Really. I had so much stuff to talk about. Like, look, it's only an hour 13, and I'm talking about a bunch of old shit. So imagine if I spoke about only new shit. It wouldn't even go nowhere. Probably be like 40 minutes long. It's all. It all depends on what happens in music, in sports, in theater. Not theater, in cinema. And politics, I guess. So, like I said, podcast about Nathan, episode 38. I might be back next week, depending on what happens. I'm out. Damn, I ain't pick on psycho. Little mama bad like Michael. Can't really trust nobody with all this jewelry on you. My roof look like a no show. Got diamonds by the bolo. Come with the Tony Homo for clowns and all the balls. Oh, I ain't pick on psycho. Little mama bad like Michael. Can't really trust nobody with all this jewelry on you. My roof look like a no show. Got diamonds by the bolo. Don't act like you my friend when I'm rolling through my hands. Oh, you stuck in the friend zone. I Sound like four, five, or fifth. Ayy, hundred bands inside my shorts, a chino, the shit. Ayy, try to stuff it all in, but it don't even fit. Ayy, know that I've been with the shits ever since the jit. Ayy, I made my first million, I'm like, shit, this is it. Ayy, 34, walk through, man, we had every slit. Ayy, had so many bottles, gave ugly girl a sip. Out the window of the bands, oh, we get sent in the rent. And I'm like, whoa, man, my that's so goddamn cool. Take it, I have some to hold And I can never tell you no
Damn, I hate to go inside Call the mama bad like Michael Can't really trust nobody With all this jewelry on you My roof look like a no-show Got diamonds by the bolo Come with the Tony Homo For clowns and all the balls Oh, I hate to go inside Call the mama bad like Michael Can't really trust nobody With all this jewelry on you My roof look like a no-show Got diamonds by the bolo Don't act like you my friend When I'm rolling through my hands, oh Psycho, my rollie going crazy Hitting little mama, she wanna have my babies 50 on the banky, chain so stanky You should see the whip, promise I could take your bitch All a ride in the old school Chevy, it's a drop top Bullin' with a thot thot, she gon' give me top top Just one switch, I can make the eyes drop Hey! Uh, take you to the smoke shop, we gon' get high uh, We gon' hit Rodeo, Dollar Valentino We gon' hit Pico, take you where I'm from Take you to the slums, this ain't happen overnight Now these diamonds real bright Santa G, still in my pants though All VVS's, put you in a necklace Girl, you look beautiful tonight Stars on the roof, they matching with the truth Damn, my hate to go inside Call the mama bad like Michael Can't really trust nobody With all this jewelry on you My roof look like a no-show Got diamonds by the bolo Come with the Tony Momo For clowns and all the balls Oh, I hate to go inside Call the mama bad like Michael Can't really trust nobody With all this jewelry on you My roof look like a no-show Got diamonds by the bolo Don't act like you my friend When I'm rolling through my